Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is November 22nd, 2021. So let's begin with a brief moment of silence, followed by a sounding of the noontime recollection. We know, O oh Lord of life and love, about the need. Touch our hearts anew with love, that we too may love and give. So each week we come together to introduce this work, this planetary service of triangles to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles. So if you're new here today, welcome. And we hope if you feel so inclined, you might want to form a triangle by placing your name in the chat box. And then two other people here will hopefully agree to form a triangle with you. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. And today we have the opportunity to participate together in a meditative visualization. So new people can get an experience of what it's like to be part of this network. The work involves simply the establishing of lines of lighted loving communication between three people who visualize a triangle of light, mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity between themselves. They visualize this triangle and then they place their triangle within the larger planetary network of triangles. And as the network is visualized, the great invocation, a world prayer, is sounded in order to circulate and distribute spiritual energies throughout the entire etheric network and into the consciousness of all humanity who can respond to spiritual stimulation when it's released into the atmosphere. So this work need only take a few minutes each day and it can therefore be fit into even the busiest of schedules. So we hope you will agree to participate with us in this work of helping to bring light and goodwill to our planet. And after our meditation today, we'll be hearing from two coworkers, um, Dot Maver and Lorraine Flower, and they will be sharing on the theme of towards a new planetary renaissance, revealing paths of beauty. And this is um, in relation to an online event, which Many of you may have participated in last year, which is hosted by the Community of Living Ethics in Italy. And this event will be occurring the weekend of December 10th through 12th. And they will share today on the themes and scope of this event and answer any questions you might have. Lorraine Flower is a member of the Community of Living Ethics in Umbria and a mentor with Sundial House in the UK. She works with business and spiritual groups to explore and expand group consciousness. And Dot Maver is an educator and peace builder whose keynote is inspiring cooperation 
on behalf of the common good. She's a co-founder of the National Peace Academy USA, River Phoenix Center for Peace Building, Global Alliance for Ministries and Infrastructures of Peace and the Seven Ray Institute. So we look forward to hearing from you uh, after the meditation, as I said. So now as we do each week, let's begin with a brief visualization. Let's visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And within that sphere, we visualize a triangle linking the three planetary centers, Shambhala, the planetary head center, the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity, the planetary throat center. Visualize the energies of light circulating throughout the triangle, filling it with light. Now visualize within the center of the triangle, a five-pointed star of the world teacher, linking east and west, past and future, filling the triangle with light. At each point of the star, the sphere of his activity stands an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize the energies radiating forth from the center of the star through the five points. London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo. Visualize these outpouring energies enlivening small groups gathering everywhere, aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth. Project a rainbow bridge to the spiritual hierarchy and sound the invocation of light. Radiance, we are in power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, 
the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. There's a phrase in the Ageless Wisdom teachings that succinctly describes this period into which we're entering within the larger cycle of the ages. Not the immediate future, but rather it's a projection somewhat into the world that will exist as the Aquarian age, along with the seventh ray of ceremonial magic, come more fully into manifestation. By reflecting on this phrase, we can gain a glimpse of that which is to come and which we can appropriate now as we work together in our triangles work to bring that future into the present. The line runs as follows. When the sun progresses into the mansion of the serving man, the way of life takes the place of the way of work. It's a very simple phrase. The sun we know goes through procession and moves from Pisces to Aquarius in the cycle of the ages. Every 2160 years, such changes occur. The Aquarian age is here referred to in this passage as the mansion of the serving man. For the symbol, one of the symbols of Aquarius is the man carrying the water pot upon his shoulders, pouring forth the life-giving waters to all and sundry. This image highlights that Aquarius is a sign of service. Along with Pisces, these two signs were at first not even a part of our zodiacal wheel because this concept of service was not a part of human consciousness for long eons of time. But as we enter into this age, service will be the keynote under the great law of service, one of the seven laws of the soul. Service is the essential nature of the soul. It is like breathing is to the personality life. How might we imagine a world wherein people think more often of others than they do of themselves and where they're able to subordinate their personalities in the greater need of the group and the whole, a time when to sacrifice the lesser so that the greater can work out will be commonplace. Reflecting on these things helps us to see why it's said that future generations will look back on this time with disbelief as to the short-sightedness and materialism of human consciousness. A mansion is another name for a house, astrologically speaking. And the reference here is to the 11th house, 
the house of the serving man, the house that is archetypically related to Aquarius and is the lens through which our planet will be viewing the world as this age unfolds. This house of the serving man is the house of group work. So the passage goes on to state that when we enter into this new mansion, the way of life will take the place of the way of work. From one angle, we might project that the Aquarian age will therefore be essentially related to life itself. And that increasing numbers of people will be cognizant of the fact that their essential task is to contact, hold, and distribute this energy. Aquarius is concerned with giving and receiving the circulation of energies among and between peoples and between kingdoms. To appropriate life, however, is indicative of the initiate consciousness. The quote therefore demonstrates that under the impress of Aquarius and the evolutionary cycles, increasing numbers of people will move beyond the complexities of the discipleship path and into the simplicity of that which is the next step ahead. Through the use of the creative imagination with which we work in triangles, we can project our thoughts like a bridge through time and space into the spiritual hierarchy, which is focalizing, we're told, Aquarian energies. The hierarchy serves as Aquarius indicates, they're in touch with the plan which is working out at this time through that lens. We then bring these energies that we contact into the three worlds, wherein we still toil under Pisces, using the driving qualities of Taurus, which governs the new group of world servers in order to do what we can to implement those aspects of the plan which are seeking manifestation. We can then bring through, we might say, prematurely some of that Aquarian energy, blending it with Pisces. In this way, we can aid the plan to work out. Forward-looking thinkers have said that through our thoughts, we can reprogram and actually reconstruct the past and heal its wounds. If that is so, surely we can likewise refashion the present as well by calling in strands of lighted energy from the future. And that is what bridge building is all about, projecting into a heightened realm of consciousness and bringing it down to condition and meet the need in the world today. So let's now work with our meditation. So we visualize ourselves working on the mental plane, anchoring ourselves in the center of the even arm cross, linking as a soul, a point of love and light with all those who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group.
and we extend the line of lighted energy towards the highest center, the center Shambhala, and sound together the affirmation of will. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Not shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. Lift your consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle.
Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the Triangles Network. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships. Project the rainbow bridge into the spiritual hierarchy and sound together the mantra of unification. The sons of men are one and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. distribution, sound the great invocation silently or aloud. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link 
between the world of spiritual realities and humanity as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. And now I'd like to welcome again Dot and Lorraine. And uh, so nice to have you here with us to share about this uh, interesting event. Thank you, um, Kathy. Thank you, Kathy. Um, so the name of your conference is intriguing. And I know that you're relating it to this um, eclipse. And so could you share a little bit about how the name came about and its relationship with this eclipse? Mm. Yeah, I'm happy to speak to that initially. And um, this is Dot. And actually um, that's my thought uh, regarding the eclipse, but the, I think all of the group, Lorraine, you can speak to it too. Uh, we have all discussed this. The last time such a lengthy and impactful in this way eclipse occurred was in the 15th century, right? This most recent lunar eclipse, Scorpio, mm -hmm. the Scorpio full moon. And that 
was uh, just pre-Renaissance at that time. So this recent eclipse places us right on the threshold of the new planetary renaissance, uh, if we look at it that way. And just a, another thing I'd like to say is that during this eclipse period, many of us commented uh, with one another on retracing certain uh, pain bodies and symptoms while aware of not reactivating that or identifying with it, but noting the potential for the world group as a planetary server to reveal, to heal trauma, the collective pain body, and create compost in the present so that that can serve for seeding the field of a new planetary renaissance. And clearly, we've said this many times, we're in the midst of an all systems breakdown out here, but simultaneously an all systems breakthrough. So I find it exciting to think about this upcoming conference as we will focus on through to the new era, since it is our individual and collective thought that's going to play a significant role as together we let the future stand revealed. Thank you. Thank you, Dot. Um, yeah, I think the eclipse came at that powerful axis of the Scorpio-Taurus axis and will continue on this path for another one and a half years. So we know that that axis is very much the axis that controls the new group of world servers, the Scorpio-Taurus axis, and therefore it will encompass the high point of the year, the Wesak festival. So it's an interesting time to be working in triangles and part of this, uh, this participation in the new group of world servers and the challenges as well as the opportunities that are facing that group as we move towards 2025 and the ending of the 60-year period of the stage of the forerunner. So it's an interesting time for the group life. And um, Lorraine, did you have something you'd like to share about the theme of the conference? Yes, thanks, Kathy. Um, the 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 theme of the conference uh, I think could look very ambitious um, in many ways and and when we first uh, identified that it, the way it evolved was was really quite interesting we several years ago um, had a sense because as we're looking forward to to the themes of our international conferences in the community we had a sense of, of the word renaissance being important. Um, and, and the theme really did evolve and, and offer itself um, bit by bit. And, and as we sort of framed the theme, uh, we had many discussions about the scale of this and, and, and what would that mean? Because um, there are many dates obviously around that are that are significant and and a lot of servers will be focused on uh, 2025 as as a particular date and um, there's a temptation I think to see to see this uh, idea of renaissance and breakthrough as Dot mentioned as being uh, imminent immediate here and now and and we could get ourselves certainly on a personality level quite quite caught up in that and yet uh, this event is really 
helping us to explore both near and far in that on the one hand, of course, there's always renaissance going on in every moment if we're prepared to see it and work with it. And so it is immediate. But at the same time, um, we have a role to prepare, help prepare the way um, such that the energies that are waiting to, to manifest and, and bring in new form at a higher level um, that that can happen and it can happen uh, with more ease perhaps than than difficulty as we know humanity has a tendency to uh, to to learn and grow through through conflict but this we we have a strong sense that this um this next stage of planetary life will will major more towards harmony and 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 beauty so there's there's many aspects to uh, the way in which the theme emerged. And uh, there's a number of things that we'll be exploring within the event. Dot's spoken about one of them, the, the composting, the healing, the, the preparing ourselves and collectively as a group into, into that next stage of release and, and uh, preparation. Uh, but Kathy, you also spoke today very powerfully about um, service. And so these three days are an opportunity for all of us um, who participate to really activate our individual and collective will, recognizing that the battle that is around at this time is, is one that is, um, is a powerful one and one that is moving with purpose. Uh, but it requires all of us uh, servers, planetary servers, to um, take our will to another level. So we'll be, we'll be certainly looking at that and how we do that individually and as a group. Um, and we'll also be thinking about how we can is inspire each other in this, this process and, and really think towards uh, some of the signs and the symbols that are already present with us, but how we can amplify those. So we'll We'll be looking at those and maybe say a bit more about that in, in a bit. But I wanted to bring Dot back in again at this point, because one of our primary themes is, is through beauty. And we were, when we were developing the, 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 the title, um, beauty again came in uh, as an inspiration. And Dot, I think you can share with us a bit more about um, why revealing paths of beauty. Mm, yeah, thank you, Lorraine. And uh, as you're sharing all of this, you know, recently, as, as we speak about it all the time, but we found I found myself in the field of this upcoming conference. And as Lorraine has just shared, it's been very uh, wonderfully challenging for the group to pull through what the structure of it is, because we can't really define that. It will be the group that's gathering for the conference that will define that, so to speak, in the moment, and yet we needed a structure. And so we were saying, uh, okay, a new planetary renaissance, well, it's really towards a planetary renaissance. And then what dropped in was revealing paths of beauty. And we all were very clear that that, yes, that because, well, let's face it, Plato said, beauty will save the world, right? So what does it mean to walk the path of beauty? And, and I'm thinking, Plato said, beauty will save the world. How? So it, it really got 
us thinking. And, you know, prior to the last Renaissance, there was beauty on the planet. I mean, there always has been. But in the form of pyramids, temples, cathedrals, rock formations, cave art, so much more. During the Renaissance, uh, names became associated often with the revealing of beauty. Michelangelo, Rembrandt, so many more. And Kathy, as you reminded me recently, while those great ones met together and supported one another, for me, it still begs the question, how does this next renaissance serve group awareness beyond individualization? So I'm really looking forward to the group experience. Beauty is one of those key themes. And so the 10th, the 11th, the 12th of December, that will be a running theme, uh, revealing paths of beauty as we look at so many areas of life on this beautiful planet and look at it through that lens of what's emerging. I think the other thing I'd, I'd offer in that space as well, Dot, is, is um, because like you, obviously we've, we've been tussling and, and wrestling with what is it that wants to come through. And, Beauty is something um, that I think anyone on this uh, in this meeting today would would probably be able to say something about, and particularly in its uh, form, nature as we experience it today as as humanity. Um, and yet, somehow, there's something there's something far more um, essential about beauty that I think we've yet to really understand on a broader level um, and the, the kind of the maths, the geometry, the science behind beauty, not, not because we have to become intellectual about it, but, but by getting to that essence and seeing it in, in all sorts of new ways, new forms, new um, energetic expression. I mean, we'll, we'll look at synthesis, we'll look at, um, uh, the beauty, the, the heart as a, as a as the the crucible, as the vehicle through which beauty can be experienced. We'll we'll look at beauty in in music and um, in composition. So th there's something more essential about beauty that I think we're we're needing to come into relationship with, and and uh, not we're not offering these three days as as the the answer to all of those, but that possibility but certainly to start to open our way towards it I guess and and give ourselves a new perspective mm. thank you yeah it's interesting to ponder how this energy the combination of the seventh ray that's quite well established now and the incoming of the fourth ray which is beginning now how this will work out as we move more into the Aquarian age, it, it, the implications are, are very high for a Renaissance because the Tibetan does, in some reference, uh, I know he says that the combination of the fourth and the seventh ray makes for the artist in Excelsius. And so certainly not just a hypothesis that we're going to move into a Renaissance, but certainly the ray indicators um, foster it as well. So hopeful, right? Hmm. Yeah. 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 He's, he also says in another place that this waning of the Piscean age is related to the production of things, mm -hmm. whereas the incoming of Aquarian age will be related to the production of art and beauty and culture. 
So we'll move away from this seeming addiction that we have towards material things and really move into beauty. So mm -hmm. it is. What's, what's also um, uh, great from my perspective personally, because I'm, I, I'm, I'm not, as you can tell, from, from Italy, but um, with the community of living ethics um, being an Italian community, uh, essentially, although increasingly um, acquiring more international perspective, but it's, it's essentially rooted in, in the fourth ray of, of Italy. And, um, and, and we have a really magical way of bringing beauty into uh, all of the work that we do. And that's not to say it's all smooth, but it's all, you know, the beauty does come through. And, and, and it's, it's fascinating to me that, um, as we know, the last Renaissance of the 15th century found its home and its its kind of birthplace in in Italy um, and and so there is something about that fourth ray quality that the, the community of living ethics represents as well as as the container because that's that's really what we seek to be here is simply a, a container for um, all the participants to experience uh, a new relationship with with beauty and a new opening to renaissance so yeah that fourth ray uh quality um i think is is certainly a, a key feature of um the way the community functions as well yeah it's interesting that italy is a fourth ray personality country mm. but there are other countries that are fourth ray souls and we'll see they will certainly be you know activated under this influx of the fourth ray, I believe, um, Austria and Germany and uh, Japan are fourth ray at the level of the soul. So they will certainly have key roles to play. But the humanity as a whole is fourth ray at the soul level. So it is going to be totally a global renaissance, mm -hmm. not focalized in any one country, it seems. Um, so in your information that you sent uh, about this conference, you're, you speak of a call to action. Can you say a little bit more about that? Yeah, um, there's, uh, we've touched on this, um, the role of the server and, and service mm -hmm. as, as an expression of the soul. And um, when we were when we were developing and, and exploring the themes of the, the event, it was very clear that one of the threads, like beauty, but one of the other threads that, that was um, was flowing through this was the call to service at a at a new level. And um, it's I think you know we this this theme of the role of the server um, in this next iteration has been around for a little while in various meetings and conferences and events that I've certainly been part of. Um, but there's something about um, doing this as a group, doing this as group. And, and again, that's not new. It's, it's part of the Aquarian um, quality, as, as you said earlier. But it feels like there's a portal here now that um, where we as, as servers need to really recognize and act as group in um, uh, preparing 
the, the, the way for the inflowing energies. And so there's something about, as I said earlier, this balance between what's going to happen immediately and, and what needs to happen over time. And there's, a, there's another level of sacrifice, uh, as in making sacred, um, and um, a willingness to really allow ourselves to play our part without needing gratification in this time. And so there's quite a lot of um, call to action at that higher level and to, to aspire and to really push ourselves into our next level of expression as, as servers. Um, on the third day, we'll be looking at uh, an expression of the plan. Now, you know, again, um, we can both know it at, a, at an intuitive knowing level, um, perhaps less so at, at an absolute concrete level. But our aim in the third day is to be as expansive as possible in our consciousness and, and see what else we can intuit about the plan as a group, working as group. So the call to action is really saying, you know, the time is now to not worry about which grouping we belong to or, you know, not, not be worrying about those boundaries, but in any context in which we come together, in this case, this event, um, let's think and act as group and use the time, the energy, the moment to um, really play our part consciously and actively, just as you do every every week through the triangles. Um, and I and I I kind of also had a personal reflection on this, which was that when I think about it for myself, I, I want to know how to play my role. I want to know how to play my role well. And these sorts of events help me personally to know that I'm not alone navigating the, the, the battle, as Agni Yoga describes it, the, the battlefield, and that I can, I can keep seeing my way forward um, and engaging my own will in support of the greater will. So, yeah, the call to action is, is, is one of, of group, but of course that requires all of us to play our part individually as well. Mm, yeah, Lorraine, as you share that, you know, I'm... I'm touched by with so many conversations uh, in the planning of all of this about the world group of servers and this realization that has been uh, emerging in consciousness uh, for a few years now, certainly since Festival 2019, uh, the Festival Week, and the preparation for that. And it is exactly what you're naming right now, and it's one of the things that excites me about this upcoming conference because we will come together uh, as servers with the shared intention to realize our role as a planetary server. And that really is, um, I find, it makes my heart sing because it means that there won't, it isn't about uh, so many individuals presenting things as it is about a group coming together, whoever is magnetized to be participate in this conference, December 10, 11, 12, as a participant in, in the, as a planetary server, as group, which is, it's, I find it uh, very exciting to think about in, with all the conversations we've had and with all the pieces that are, the themes that are running through the conference itself.
Yeah. And and it's, and it's interesting because um, I remember again when we was we were kind of in one of the stages of the of the discussion, the planning, the this idea of of a um, a three day meditation, and, and it, it's not going to be that in the in the formal meditative uh, sense, although there will be uh, plenty of of time for uh, meditative meditative reflective space, but. Um, it is a three-day workshop in many respects, and and although we do have contributors, and Kathy is is one of them, Dot's another. Um, uh, although we will be having contributors, there's an awful lot of time where we'll be um, working as a group together uh, to both um, in the reflective and energetic space, but also in the uh, having discussion and 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 exploring the themes so it's um yeah it, it revealed itself much more in that workshop space than in the for those of you who attended uh, last year's international conference um based around agni yoga you'll remember that we had many speakers and it was perhaps in a more traditional conference format in many ways this this will feel different i think this will feel still the same fiery energy but it'll feel different yes um so i think that many people probably would like to share some of their thoughts about this theme of beauty and about the conference but they're probably eager to know how do they find out about this and what are the logistics yeah i know uh, there's yeah, a just, web there's a web page uh, there is there is not, on the room yeah. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's perfect. Thanks, Kathy. Yeah, yeah. That that's the web address, and I think Dot put it in the chat as well. So um, you can uh, copy that, and and that will take you onto the community web page. But you'll see right at the top of that the um, that the event uh, is is there, and you can click through. And there's all sorts of resources on on the website, um, on the web page, including articles and, and so on. But it's also where you can book. And it's worth saying that um, for uh, the second year, we are offering this on a gift economy basis. Um, as a community, we uh, do a lot of experimental work in, in the space of new economy. And, um, and we feel that it's important to... Um, Kind of come behind our beliefs in this space and so so we're offering it on a gift economy basis so people donate what uh, what they feel they can afford and and within their means and and so on um it's also going to be in four languages interestingly so um i know you have an international audience here today it'll be in um, english italian spanish and portuguese so simultaneous translation um, in all four languages and um, I, well yeah I think those are the main logistics so, and you can book online so um, you can do that booking and also the donations so anything that, that you choose to give um, will be uh, you'll be able to complete that online as well so it's all hopefully pretty simple and um, straightforward. I know you've done a lot of the the organizational work, Lorraine, mm -hmm. for this. And so we all really appreciate all the contributions oh, you've made. You. 
Yes, we do. <laughs> well, and, and it's again, yes, I, I am the, 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 the primary coordinator of it all, but it's uh, it's a massive group effort, I have to say. And um, yeah. yeah, we're in the we're in the, the, the fun stage now of just bringing all those last pieces together and then the rest will happen in the in the three days itself. So that's going to be a discovery for all of us, I'm sure. Mm. Well, now maybe we could open it up to the wider group. Um, I've asked a lot of questions and maybe some of them would like to raise their hand, but there are some um, comments in the chat box, one of which was related to a, um, an image that I posted that I found today. And uh, this participant says that that's his image. So reworking of, a, of an old uh, image. So let me just go back to that image. <laughs> and that's from Duncan Mason. And it's a, it's a beautiful um, redoing. It's so when I saw it on Google images, I just thought it was so clear and wonderful. So that's, that's a, an interesting coincidence. So Jot and um, Lorraine, would you like to read any of the comments? And of course, people can raise their hand. Mm, yeah, thanks everyone for beautiful comments. Uh, Suzanne reminds us the works of Torquem Saradarian are profound upon the concept of beauty. And Catherine, it's worth also naming elegance as a form of beauty, both in the scientific sense and in the logistical sense, the beauty of a working system. Yes. Norbert says, Nicholas Rorick said, simplicity and beauty. And, and so many... He also said in that, that point about simplicity, I think, is is quite interesting because that's a word that's been coming up more and more often, I notice. Um, and and I think with what we were saying about coming out of the, the Piscean era, uh, era with the focus on the material, um, simplifying our lives in, in both the physical form and, and in the energetic form, I think, is very much part of this pathway of beauty as well. So I love that. So we had a question um, from Sam. Can you donate by the telephone? Interesting question. So here's the number for the community. Thank you, Dot. Um, and uh, yes, we will work out how to do that with you. I mean, as in there will be somebody who can uh, who can take your details over the phone. Just looking to see if there's anything else that um, in the earlier points. Um, yeah, I think I think we're good, Kathy. Most of it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for bringing this forward and giving us the opportunity to share. And uh, Darcy says, "Through beauty, love is." Indeed. yeah yes well thank you so much both of you for being available to come and share about this event with the group here today and we hope that um, anyone who chooses would choose to participate in this event so mm. it's in three weeks is it three weeks from this past weekend yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Probably don't want to be reminded. <laughs> no, of don't, that. don't say that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to live in another land of uh, timelessness at the moment. <laughs> Good. Well, okay. it'll all come together, I'm sure. It will. It will. Yeah. And right. thank you so much for, for um, giving us this space, Kathy. It's, oh, yeah. um, we really appreciate it. Pleasure. So let's just everybody um, take a moment of silence now to visualize the planet surrounded by a network of golden triangles. I'm going to sound the om. Thank you.